This is Dr. Edward Gaber. This is a discussion on gout and other crystal-induced arthropathies. Gout can present in 50% of patients with pedagra. Pedagra is an exquisitely sensitive, painful, red-hot base of big toe or top of foot. But gout can present in multiple joints with a low-grade fever. Or can, it can be chronic with generalized arthritis instead of intermittent attacks of painful joints. Gout especially affects the fingers, toes, ankles, heels, insteps, wrists, and elbows, the coldest joints in the body, as uric acid precipitates in the cold. Eventually, however, 90% of gout patients will have pedagra. The uric acid level can be normal in acute gout and even normal in chronic gout. The 24-hour urine uric acid can be over 800 milligrams per 24 hours, but gout can occur from the under-excretion of uric acid or the overproduction of uric acid. A uric acid level over seven should make one suspicious of gout. HGPRT and PRPP levels, if available, can be high if gout is secondary to the overproduction of uric acid. Uric acid crystals may be seen in the urine and kidney stones, which are most often radiolucents, reveal uric acid on stone analysis. Punched out lytic lesions, which have a special characteristic, may be seen adjacent to multiple joints in chronic gout. Long-term gout can cause gouty tophi, which are aggregates of monosodium urate with giant cell inflammation surrounding them. Gouty tophoi are painless, large or small nodes over the fingers or toe joints or extra-articular under the skin or in tendon sheets. The olecranon elbow bursa, rims of the ears, ulnar surfaces of the forearm, or Achilles tendons are common areas they occur. Needle-like monosodium urate crystals are birefringent and noted with a polarizing microscope and are often seen on joint aspiration, but not necessarily. If the synovial joint analysis shows over 2,000 white cells per cubic millimeter, then gout or other inflammatory arthropathies or septic joint is suspect. Gout can cause acute kidney injury secondary to uric acid nephropathy with precipitation of uric acid crystals in the renal tubules, especially in patients with, on chemotherapy or with tumor necrosis syndrome. Chronic gout can cause chronic kidney disease and premature kidney failure. Gout also is associated with premature cardiovascular disease as gouty crystals injure the endothelial lining of the blood vessels in chronic kidney disease and heart disease are very good reasons to treat gout other than the painful joints. Gout occurs 
more often in middle-aged men and can be precipitated by drinking beer, wine, fruit juice, or foods containing disodium guanylate, a flavor enhancer. Foods such as soups, noodles, barbecue chips may contain the disodium guanylate. Herring, anchovies, Worcestershire sauce, organ meats have also been implicated in causing acute gout attacks. Some patients never have a second attack of gout, but most patients have a second attack within six to 24 months. Treatment of gout. Gout is a curable disease and no one nowadays should suffer from it. Gout should be treated with gradually increases doses, increasing doses of allopurinol or xyloprim with accompanied colchicine to prevent a flare of gout that the allopurinol can cause when started without colchicine. As for other side effects of allopurinol, in my experience, they're very rare. The colchicine can be stopped when the uric acid approaches five or after three months. We shoot for a uric acid level less than six but less than five if TOFI are present. We treat acute gout with NSAIDs, especially Indocin. We also can start with colchicine, but it's generally only effective in the first 24 hours. Intraarticular steroids may be necessary, and systemic steroids are used in polyarticular gout when systemic infection has been ruled out. We do not use colchicine in chronic kidney disease, cytopenias, sepsis, or if the liver function tests are greater than two times normal. We avoid intravenous colchicine. For acute gout, I give two colchicine stat and repeat with one in one hour. We do not repeat this regimen for three days. Diuretics raise uric acid levels, and so does low-dose aspirin. Actually, only 5% of men with high uric acid levels develop gout, so treatment of asymptomatic hyperuricemia is not indicated unless the patient is on cytotoxic treatment for cancer. Treatment is indicated for gouty arthritis and also for uric acid kidney stone formers. If the treatment of gout does not help, other inflammatory or infectious arthritis should be suspect. On the other hand, a trial of colchicine for refractive generalized arthritis of questionable etiology may help. In a differential diagnosis, a red heart joint may be septic arthritis from an infection with staph, strep, gonorrhea, mycoplasma hominis, brucellosis, fungus such as candida, sporoticosis from rose thorns, cryptococcus, blastomycosis and tree cutters, coccidiomycosis from living in the San Joaquin Valley or Arizona, Lyme disease, spirochetes, TB, 
gram-negative bacteria or osteomyelitis with an infected adjacent bone. Red hot joint can also be from pseudogout with CPPD crystals in the joint. But just like in classic gout, crystals may not be seen in the joint fluid. A more comprehensive discussion of pseudogout follows. Let's talk about the other crystal-induced arthropathies, including pseudogout, hydroxyapatite, and calcium oxalate arthropathies. Pseudogout is usually in older patients and usually in the knee or other larger joints. Joint aspiration will not show monosodium urinate crystals. The synovial fluid in pseudogout may show CPPD or calcium pyrophosphate dihydrate crystals, which look like short blunt rods, cuboids or rhomboids with weak positive birefringence on polarizing microscope. These actually are shed articular cartilage pieces eaten by white cells and producing an inflammatory reaction. X-rays show chondrocalcinosis or calcium deposits in the articular cartilage and or joint space narrowing, subchondral cysts or sclerosis. Pseudogout may run in families or occur in hyperparathyroidism, hemochromatosis, low levels of magnesium and phosphate, often after joint trauma or surgery, or severe medical illness, or the rare ochronosis. The secondary causes of pseudogout should be considered in patients under 50. Acute pseudogout with a red hot painful joint, usually in the knee, occurs in only 25% of patients with CPBD crystal deposition disease. The hereditary form may present with symmetrical proliferative synovitis. Pseudogout patients may have intervertebral discalcification and spinal stenosis. Ligament calcifications may often be seen. CPD, P, CPPD crystals can be found in 30% of patients with osteoarthritis, leading to the false diagnosis of pseudogout. Hydroxyapatite arthropathy. This calcium hydroxyapatite deposition primarily affects the knee and shoulders and causes calcific tendonitis and calcific bursitis. It can cause rapidly progressive destructive arthritis in the hip shoulder and knee in elderly patients. And despite the destruction, the synovial fluid shows a non-inflammatory cell count of less than 2,000. Trauma, hyperparathyroidism, or hypercalcemia, or chronic kidney disease can precipitate it. Synovial fluid can show hydroxyapatite crystals, which are small clumps that stain purple on right stain. The x-rays resemble CPPD disease. Treatment is NSAIDs, rest, and multiple aspirations of the joint. Calcium oxalate deposition disease. This may cause an inflamed joint also, 
and may be a complication of end-stage renal disease or the rare disease of primary oxalosis. Gout and pseudogout are inflammatory arthritides. In my next podcast, I will discuss rheumatoid arthritis and the vast array of other inflammatory arthritides.